Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He said it. I believe it. It goes right along with our lesson from this morning. The Lord said, come. And Peter believed it, stepped out of the boat and walked to him. Let me tell you, there's power in that word today. I'm thankful for the promises. I think of that old song that our pastor used to sing. Every promise in the book is mine. Every chapter and every verse and every line. And friend, I believe it. I believe in the word of God today. I believe his promises in him are yea and in him amen. I believe it. And I'm thankful today that God's so mindful of his people to comfort us together, to worship together like this and just help restore us, to encourage us, to keep us going. And I'm thankful for it today. Thankful for all of you. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise for what he's done already. Thankful, so thankful for him. And, and now we're to the, to the that great, wonderful feast part of the service, that word. I love the preaching of the word. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word. And I'm thankful for our preachers, our ministers we have here today. Let's give the Lord a hand as Brother Jake comes this morning. Let's preach with him. Worship with him. Let's get behind the word of God today. Give that to the Lord just one more time, just because He's so good. God is good. And, you know, it's one thing to know you come in to a, a service like this, and it's one thing to know what could happen in service. But when you just start seeing the beauty of when the Spirit of the Lord comes in and comforts and brings peace that passes understanding. You can't tell me that the word of the Lord is not true or that what he said, he would not leave us comfortless. You can't tell me it's not true. This is, this is something you don't find in the world. This is something you don't find out from under His wing. And what I've seen and experienced in this house today is a beautiful testimony to the comfort and the peace and the love of God towards us. And I'm thankful for the Lord and I'm thankful for my church family. I'm not uh, I understand today that I have the responsibility of delivering the word of the Lord to this church body today in this time and season that we're in. And I, I know there's been a lot said, and there still will be, but, you know, I'm going to miss... Today, when I'm done, Alicia grabbing me and saying, you did good, baby. And she'll say, you know I love you. And I know she did. I love her. Brother Jason, I love you. And I love my church family. 
but I know the responsibility that I have today. And I want to say that before we were even in this place, just a few days before, God had already confirmed the word that would be brought today. Just undeniably, I was thinking about something. I said, where's that that passage at? And I looked it up. I read through the entire passage, and uh, it was a few minutes later, and I had saw... I saw some post from some random thing. I, I, didn't even, I don't know if I followed or if it was a suggested thing or what, but it was the exact passage I had just read. And it's like the Lord just said, if you needed more confirmation, this is, this is where we're going. I, and just all through the week, I've just felt and known that the Lord would speak something to us to help us today. Help us today. So I won't keep you standing long, and I won't be long today, but if you want to turn to Mark, Chapter 4. Mark chapter 4, verse 35. Seems to be a theme today of uh, Jesus in the midst of storms, too. (laughs) If you didn't get to hear Pastor's 11 o'clock message today, you need to get on the podcast as soon as you can and listen to that the unsinkable word of God Mark 4 start verse 35 and the same day when the even was come he said unto them let us pass over unto the other side there's an unsinkable word of God right there (laughs) and maybe if they had remembered some things there would have been some things that went differently in this passage because he said right there at the beginning that's out of the Lord's mouth Let us pass over to the other side. When they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. There arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and said unto him, Master, do you not care? That we perish? And he arose and he rebuked the wind, said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? And I want to preach just for just a few minutes today. Peace be still. Peace be still. Let's lift our hands one more time to the Lord. God, I I cannot express my thanks enough. Lord, for your sweet presence that is in this house. Lord, that has overwhelmed us and wrapped us up in your arms today. You are so good and so mindful. And I know that you have a word now, Lord, to comfort and help someone. And I believe that every person in this place today will leave with peace of God reigning in their life. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for it. Now clap your hands and thank the Lord for His Word. And if you believe His Word, just shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. You can be seated. 
Thank you, Jesus. Peace. Be still. Let me just kind of let me just kind of walk us through this. Might be a little different today, but again, I'll remind us that right here at the beginning, right here at the beginning, he said, and they, I mean, they had just, the thing is, they, they had already seen miracles, see Jesus do things, and, and here they are, Jesus says, let's get in this boat, and let's pass to the other side. Now that right there, and we've talked about this some, that right there, you would think and hope, would be enough for you to know we're going to get in the boat and we're going to pass to the other side. Just because Jesus said, just because he spoke the word, let's get in this boat and go to the other side. Well, I'm sure at first, okay, well, you know, they, they didn't foresee anything else. Maybe, maybe Peter, some of the fishermen, there was something in the air that they were like, mm, all right, you want to get in now and go to the other side? There's a little bit of something in the air, but I like how there are details that a fisherman would notice in this too, just the fact Jesus was in the hinder part of the ship, and there were other little ships and things like that, just details in the Word of God. Anyway, they, they get in the boat, and they, uh, it says there arose a great storm of wind. And the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And we sometimes, even in our obedience, just the Lord saying, hey, let's do this. We say, all right, Lord, let's do this. And we're, we're there with the Lord in the place that he said, let's go. And then here comes a storm. I'm not preaching anything new to you today. We know it happens. We know that we can be right where God has called us and doing what God's called us to do. And then all of a sudden, boom, here's a storm. And not just a little bit of wind, but so that it beats against the ship and it fills the ship with water. And sometimes it seems like, where is Jesus? Where is Jesus in this? And I can imagine somebody saying, I think he's asleep. Asleep? Did something hit him in the head and knock him out? How are you asleep? And I, and I have to, you know, I know that he was fully man and uh, fully God. And I know that he could, you know, his flesh could experience things that flesh experiences. But I, I have to imagine there was a little bit of the supernatural something going on with Jesus. Laying down asleep because they're all over the place. Getting almost thrown over the ship and Jesus is. You know, I have to imagine he had something, you know, he was using some kind of, uh, you know, Jesus magnet to keep himself just, he's just peaceful, just peaceful. This boat is rocking him to sleep. Well, the Lord knew there's going to be a storm, but we're still going to get to the other side. But these disciples, they're saying, Lord, do, do you not care what's going on? Can you not see the wind and the waves and, and you, you got us into this boat? Did you not know this was going to happen? You got us into this boat. And there, you know, so it doesn't even say Jesus said anything. He just says, 
you know, and a lot of times we're like that when somebody wakes us up. It's best that we don't say anything right off the bat. It's best that we just be quiet just for a minute right after we've been woken up, especially when somebody comes in the room and flips the light on. That's, I know, I feel rage in this room right now. <laughs> I did that to Aaron not long ago. That's why he's shaking his head like that. He got in my face. He said, if you ever do that again. This was like hours later. If you ever flip the light on again while I'm asleep. But Jesus didn't say anything. He got up. said he arose. He steps out. says he rebuked the wind. said to the sea, peace, be still. He just says he said it. He didn't say he hollered it, screamed it, or had some kind of peace. He got up and he said, peace, be still. The creator speaking to the creation. And wouldn't you know it, the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And I want to tell you, first of all today, this isn't, this isn't even really where I'm going. I want to tell you first off today that I know that we can be right in the place where God's called us. And there will arise trials and storms and all kinds of things all around us. There's going to be situations and circumstances that are going to arise whether we like it or not. And sometimes it's going to be, we're going to feel like I'm getting tossed around in this boat. Where's Jesus? And I think that we can, if we'll just remember sometimes, you know what, if, if, if He's calm... I'm calm. As long as Jesus is in the boat, it's okay. I know that Jesus is in this boat with me and, I, and I'm not going down. And I think sometimes we need to remind ourselves, Jesus is still in the boat. And if He can rest, I'm going to rest. If He can find peace in the storm, I'm going to have peace in the storm. Because I know that all it takes is for Him to say, peace, be still. And we've seen it happen, that's the thing. You might be in a place right now, wind, waves, ship full of water, but you know you've been on uh, a stormy sea before and seen the Lord say, peace, be still, and bring a great calm. And so first of all today, I want to remind you that I know there are storms on the outside in all kinds of ways today. We could just go on and on and on about storms on the outside and what kind of waves are hitting my boat and what kind of waves are tossing my boat around. But Jesus does calm storms in our life. And we need to remember that Jesus is still in the boat with us. When they looked, they still found Jesus in the boat. He had not left them. He had not forsaken them. They didn't see Him running across the water like this trying to get out of there. They didn't see Him on a little rowboat. He was still in the ship with them. And we need to remember that today, that Jesus does Calm storms. It's amazing to me the the way that the way the Lord works. There are so many things that just naturally just do not make sense. And sometimes we we still we can't get our head around that. And people that, that have not experienced it definitely they have a hard time wrapping their head around that. It's, it's illogical 
And this is one of those examples that here they are getting tossed around in a boat and Jesus is asleep. It doesn't make sense. There's a lot of things in our walk with God that don't make sense that, you know, something like, I will glory in my infirmities. Glory in infirmities. Or when I'm weak, I'm strong. Doesn't make sense. Or just, you know, that there's, there's peace in the midst of the storm. There's peace that passes understanding. That's the thing. It's peace that passes understanding. That's where the faith comes in. That's where, just like Pastor said today, it's, it's not, I, walking by faith and not by sight doesn't mean that I can't see. I can still see, but it's not what I see that powers my walk. It's faith that powers my walk. And so I have to get past understanding and just let the peace be there. doesn't make sense, but it does to a child of God. There's, guess what? There's some broken hearts in this place today. I would say many broken hearts in this place today. But He is nigh unto them who are of a broken heart. The world would think a broken heart means God is not here. But He said, I'm closer to the broken heart. When there's a broken heart, here I am. And I just like how you can build on that and say, well... Where the Lord is, there's liberty, and there's peace, and there's healing, and there's comfort. If I have a broken heart, I can take comfort that He's here. So I want to speak to the brokenhearted people and let you know that He's still with you. He's still in the boat because He's near to the brokenhearted. He's near to them who are in sorrow and in pain. He's near to you today. He's not far away from you. And He hasn't forgot about you. And that's something that doesn't make sense to our natural carnal mind. But to a child of God, I don't have to understand it. I I can just receive it. I can just accept it that my heart is broke. So Lord, I need you to be near. I need you to be near to me, God. And He'll be there. He's near to you today. Now knowing this, that Jesus calms storms on the outside because He does. I want us to look right directly into the next chapter. I love how this chapter starts. And they came over to the other side of the sea. Just how we began a while ago here, we're starting a new place. Guess what? What Jesus said was going to happen, happened. They went through a storm, boat full of water. They were panicking and losing their minds. But when this chapter starts, I mean the very next chapter, and they came over to the other side of the sea. There's a lot of messages I can preach in this today, and I'm trying to just not. I'm trying to stay where I'm at. They came into the country of the Gadarenes. But this is the thing. While there's a storm going on in the natural, there's a storm going on all around them. It's not like they were the only people in the world. In fact, it even says there were other little ships on the sea. But there were people on the coast. And there was a man on the coast 
And I can imagine him, he's got cuts all over him. He's got marks from chains all over him. He might have been foaming at the mouth. He's probably, got, he's probably crying. It says that he cried. But I can imagine him looking out and seeing these ships. And he's looking. And he's seeing these guys barely hanging on. And then he sees somebody step right out onto the edge of the ship. He can't even hear him. He just sees him. Can't even hear him. What did that guy? As soon as, as soon as he stepped out onto the boat, everything stopped. And this guy, he's tormented with an unclean spirit. And I can see him. He's looking. And he's probably, after this, he's probably watching the whole time he sees they're coming this way. And he recognizes the guy that stood out on the edge of the boat. And man, when, whatever he did, it calmed the storm. And I have to imagine that this guy's looking at Jesus step out from that boat and realize that he stepped onto his coast. And there was something in him that said, if he can calm that storm, maybe this storm that's on the inside of me, maybe he can calm it. It says, when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran. And he worshipped him. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. He said, I saw him calm a storm on the outside. Maybe this storm that's raging on the inside of me. Maybe he can do something for me. Because I got some things going on inside of me. I've got some torment. Some, some things going on on the inside. That I can't seem to get a hold of. This guy wasn't even in his right mind. He didn't even have control of himself. But there was some little part of him that said, if I can run and get at his feet, if I can run to where he is, maybe, maybe the little bit of sanity that's inside of me, I'll worship, I'll worship. And I believe that the storm on the inside of me, there's a chance, there's a chance that he can say peace. said he ran and he worshipped him listen I know there's some turmoil in you today and I'm not just talking about grief today there are many needs in this house there are a lot of inside storms going on today some of you some of you battling grief some of you got storms of depression and anxiety. Some of you battle with self-worth. Some of you battling suicidal thoughts. Some of you battling oppression. Some of you are, are, are battling addiction. Secret sin. It's a storm on the inside of you. And you just feel like I'm... I don't even feel like... Listen, I know what I'm talking about today. I know what I'm talking about. 
And I feel like I can sympathize with this man who just barely had a shred of his sanity. A shred of who he once was. And some of you feel like that today. You feel like all that I recognize anymore is just the turmoil that's in me. All that I can recognize anymore is the depression that's eating away at me. All that I recognize anymore when I look in the mirror is just fear and anxiety. I'm battling every day just to get through another day. Some of you feel like I don't even know what I'm getting up for anymore. All I can feel is the storm. Even when you come into the presence of God, you see others worshiping and dancing and praising in the altar, and you feel like all I can feel is the storm going on inside of me. All I can feel is this turmoil and hurt and pain and sorrow and anxiety and depression inside of me. And it feels like I barely got a shred of who I was, who I'm supposed to be. But this man, even tormented by a legion of devils, didn't have a grip on his self anymore. The shred of who he once was. And I'm telling you, there is still light in your life today. You know what the hope that this man had was? That Jesus stepped onto his shore. Before that, he had nothing. He had people that just bound him up in chains and and said, just get away from this guy. Just keep him just bound up. He's crazy. You want to know what the hope that you have today is? Is that you're sitting in a room where the Spirit of the Lord is. And I want to tell somebody that Jesus has stepped onto your shore today. And there is, whether you feel like it or not, there is something in you that can lead you to the feet of Jesus. And you might be saying, it's just a small chance. But I've seen Him calm the storms around me. Now, Jesus, can you calm the storm that's in me? I've seen you do miracles for them. I've seen you work in this situation. But there's something on the inside of me that nobody knows about. And I need you, Jesus, to say, peace, be still. had cried with a loud voice when he ran up to Jesus. This wasn't so much the man anymore. So what have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that you torment me not. Man, there's a lot to preach in this. Even these devils knew I can ask something of Jesus and maybe, maybe He'll grant it. And sometimes we're, we're, we have little faith. We, say, I, we don't believe Jesus to just do what He said He'll do for us. And there, were an, there was an unclean spirit that asked something of Jesus. I got to... <laughs> and it says that This unclean spirit said this because the Lord said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And so he asked him, What is thy name? 
that unclean spirit answers, and my name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send him away out of the country. Sometimes if we'll get to the feet of Jesus like this man, and we'll say, I, can, I believe that Jesus can, can fix this. Well, at that point, the enemy can't do anything but know, okay, well, I've lost my grip now. There at the feet of Jesus, Jesus is going to do what he's going to do. But this unclean spirit said, okay, we know we're fixed to have to leave this one alone. But don't, don't send us out of the country. Maybe we can go to the next one. I don't believe that's the will of God. I believe every single person in this place today can leave with the peace of God and delivered and made whole. The enemy might look at one in the altar today and say, well, maybe I can get the next one. We need to say, nope, you can't have any of us. I believe that the Lord can deliver every single person of every single need, no matter how great or small in our eyes, no matter how long or how short it's been going on, no matter what it is. I believe it's the will of God that when you're in the presence of God, you don't leave in chains. You don't leave bound and depressed. How many, many messages am I going to preach? Now there was there nine to the mountains a great herd of swine feeding, and all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. Forthwith Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits went out, entered into the swine. The herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. There were about 2,000 of them, and they were choked in the sea. I have to imagine that this legion of devils would have done the same thing to this man. But this man wasn't swine. This man wasn't just some animal. And I want to tell you that the enemy probably would kill you if he could. But he can't. Hey, Job. He can do all kinds of stuff. There can be all kinds of things that happen to you. But there's still hope for complete wholeness and deliverance when Jesus steps onto the scene. I'm telling you, this thing, it can't kill you. If it could, you'd probably ought to be, come on somebody, you probably ought to be down under. You probably ought to be done, thrown in the towel, giving up, but you're still here in the house of God today, and there's a reason for that. There's something I can see in the scripture right here. There was an appointed time for Jesus to step onto the shore of this man's life. And I'm telling you today that you're not here by accident. I'm telling you you're not here by coincidence. But this is an appointed time. And Jesus is saying, I plan today to step onto your shore and calm the storm inside of you. I'm moving along. All I'm doing is getting to the end of this passage. Just give me a couple more minutes. I'm trying to help us today. Really, I'm trying to help us today. I know we're, we're in all kinds of places today. And they that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And 
they went out to see what it was that was done. And they come to Jesus and see him that was, was possessed with the devil and had the legion. He was sitting, he was clothed, and he was in his right mind. This guy's been delivered. He's been set free. He's been made whole. But it says, they saw him. They had seen this guy do all kinds of stuff. They had seen him when he was not in his right mind. When he was cutting himself with stones. When he was screaming and crying in the tombs day and night. They saw him like that. But when they saw him delivered, they were afraid. Think about that. They were the ones binding him up in chains, trying to keep him quiet. They, pro- they probably tried to tr- probably tried to put a gag in his mouth, keep him quiet. He's hollering all night, screaming and crying, cutting himself, binding him with chains. They could do all that, and they had seen him like that. But when they saw him delivered and set free and in his right mind is when they had a problem, when they had an issue. It says, they that saw it told them how it befell them that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him to depart out of their coasts. Another mini message. Be careful of friends and influences that will celebrate your chains but are put off by your deliverance. I've seen enough of it. I've seen enough of it. Listen, set the record straight. I'm all for Christian counseling. I'm all for, for you know, therapy and things like that that's God-centered. I'm all for, I, I believe we need it. And I'm not saying that you can't get help like that with things that you're going through. That's not what I'm saying at all. Thank God for Christian counselors and things that, that, that help people that way. Thank God for it. But I've had enough of celebrating depression and fear and anxiety and mental health issues. Celebrating these things. Telling you it's normal for you to live this way. I'm not trying to be insensitive, but it's not normal to live in those chains. It, it comes to us all, and there's a way out of it. But be careful of friends and influences that would celebrate your chains, but be put off by the fact that you can be delivered and healed and set free and made better. They see you making progress, and they want to say, no, 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 you get back in those chains. That's not friends, and that's not good influences. Thank God for people that want to help people and counsel people to get them out of something. Rather, come see me every week until I empty your bank account. Let me tell you why everything is wrong with you and you're never going to be better and you have to cope with it for the rest of your life. Thank God for people that will lead you to deliverance. Thank God for people that will celebrate your recovery. Thank God for people and friends and influences and church family that will take you to the altar and show you to Jesus and lift you up in the Word of God. Free indeed. Another mini-message. The music can come. It says, when he was coming to the ship, he that had been 
possessed with the devil, prayed him that he might be with him. Lord, let, I'd be doing the same thing. Lord, let, wherever you're going, let me go. Let me go with you. Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee and hath had compassion on thee. You know what he did? He did exactly that. He departed, began to publish in the capitalist how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. We have a mandate to not just keep what goes on. When you find, and you might, you know, like I said, we, we get help and we get counsel and thank God for those things and for those people. Thank God for you. You know, you can find things that'll that'll help you, not physically in these four walls on a Sunday morning. But my God, whether it's there or here in the altar, we have a mandate to tell somebody. Because they're going to see they're different. The Lord does something for you, tell people about it. The Lord said you can't, in other words, He was saying you can't, just stay right here. You got to go and tell people what I've done. And he did. He did. And you can stand with me today. Let me, let me bring this back in today. Because this is what I feel really in the Holy Ghost. That the Lord, how he wants to work in this house today. Somebody. Like this man. They've seen Jesus calm things around them. They've seen Jesus calm storms near them. They've seen Jesus do things on the outside. Fix things on the outside. Work in situations on the outside. But there's somebody on your coast today. And you're looking out and you're saying... If he can do all that, there's a storm in me today. There's something in me today, and I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of it tormenting me. And I'm not trying to use exaggerated words. I mean tormenting me. I'm tired of it tormenting me. I'm tired of being driven to the very edge. I'm tired of feeling like I don't have control on my life, my thoughts, my emotions, my, my heart. I'm tired, of, I'm tired of battling this depression that I'm in. I'm tired of, of battling this addiction that had me bound. I'm tired of dealing with, with these, these uh, things, you know, my self-worth. And, 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 and I'm tired of battling suicidal thoughts. I'm tired of wondering, would anybody care if I wasn't even here? I'm tired of battling these things tired of dealing with these things that I've done pretty good about covering up, but I feel like the, the mask is just starting to fall apart. And I'm telling you, if there's a shred, and I'm, I'm telling you, not if, but there is something in you today because you've heard the word of the Lord and you can recognize today that Jesus has stepped on to your coast today. If you're battling that inner turmoil, if you're battling something on the inside, it doesn't matter what it is. 
You don't have to compare it to anybody else's storm. What, what's eating you on the inside? What, what, what storm you've got going on the, on the inside? You can come and fall at the feet of Jesus today. And I'm telling you that by the power of the Holy Ghost, you can be set free. Does somebody recognize that today? I'm not talking about 12-step program. I'm talking about you can come to the altar today and see a change in your life happen. Not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. God still works miracles. Not just physically, but mentally and emotionally and spiritually. God still delivers people on the spot. God still takes things away at the altar. And if you have forgot about that, then I'm here to remind you today that you can find breakthrough in the altar of the church today. You can come to the altar and fall on your face, on your knees, and lift your hands and see God do a work in your life that changes you forever. Is there anybody that would come today? Is there anybody that can say, I need it. God, I need you to calm the storm in my life. Is there anybody today that would come and find a place in this altar and say, Lord, I need you to take this from me. God, turn my life around. I'm telling you, He'll turn your mourning into dancing. He'll turn sorrow into joy. He'll give you beauty for ashes. He'll take what you have and He'll turn it around. Lord loves you. The Lord sees what you're going through and He loves you. His arms are open today. You can receive what He's got for you. What?
Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. You know the the sad part in in that story, sometimes I think about every aspect of that, that man that how much time he spent alone. How much time he spent alone dealing with yeah, people like I say they tried to offer little temporary solutions, but how much time he spent by himself wrestling with that. But we're all part of a body, and none of us should ever just be alone. So as we get ready to dismiss today, I want you to find somebody, your husband, your wife, your friend, brother, sister, somebody. I want you to find somebody to take by the hand. And I want you to let them know you're not alone. I know we got some on instruments. Y'all are not alone. You're not by yourself. We live in a day where things are so awful. This world can be so horrible. And, and people can't understand. They don't know how to process what they see and what they feel and what they're going through. And so they take extreme measures. But I want you to know today that you're not by yourself. That there's a, a God that's going to be with you always. But there's a body of believers, brothers and sisters, friends and loved ones that are ready to stand beside you, pray for you, love you. Uh, so you're not by yourself. Would you lift the hand of that person up beside you and just begin to pray for them and ask God to bless them and encourage them. Don't ever let them feel alone. Don't ever let them feel by themselves, neglected, rejected. But Lord, let them know they're part of the body, baptized into one body by one spirit. Hallelujah. All of us have been purchased with his blood. You are not alone. You are not by yourself. Jesus. 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 You are not alone. You are not by yourself. I rebuke that lie in the name of Jesus because you are not by yourself. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Go ahead and clap your hands and worship the Lord in this house. Shout unto God in this house. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to his name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord, for the peace that we feel. Thank you for victory we feel today. The Lord said, my peace I give unto you. 
My peace I leave with you. But he said, it's not as the world. It's not the world's peace. He said, it's my peace. His peace is out of this world. It's not of this world. He said, I'm in the world, but I'm not of it. His peace is not of this world. It passes the understanding. It, our mortal mind can't comprehend it, but we can receive it, and we can feel it, and we can be blessed by it. Peace in the midst of the storm. Praise God. Aren't you thankful for such a mighty, mindful God today? Amen. Praise God. Wonderful word today. Wonderful worship. And just what God given us comfort before this week we have before us. Don't forget the visitation tomorrow night from 6 to 9. 6 to 9 p.m. We'll be here for the visitation for Sister Alicia. And then on uh, Tuesday at 11 o'clock, we'll have the, the funeral here. So be praying for the family, praying for the church, and we can just get through these days with the peace of God. Amen. God bless you. Greet one another. Love one another. Encourage one another. Today, you're dismissed in Jesus' name. God bless you.